another episode of the Fly and the Wall Show. Man, I'm so happy you made it this far. I would never let fear hold me back ever again. And I got a special guest. This is about to be an amazing conversation. I got the legendary power move maker and shaker. This is about to be an amazing conversation, man. I swear I hear it all like a fly on the wall. But truly, I'm not small. I'm the flyest of all. And this a meeting ground for the blessing profound. The hottest talk show around. You better turn up your sound. Because if you want to be great, you got to learn from the greats. Analyze what they say and avoid their mistakes. If you got what it takes, just give me a call. I'm here to hear it all. It's the Fly on the Wall show. Ooh, I'm back. I'm back for a very, 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 very special and intimate, exclusive conversation with my queen, Natalia Lee Marie. This is hey my guys. first time, guys, doing something like this. So, you know, it's going to be a little special, man. It's going to be a little special. And I want to say special shout out to my sister, as well as Justin, for this beautiful piece I'm about to play for you guys real quick. It's my first time. It's my first time. Yeah, 
about to be a very special and amazing conversation Absolutely. right today is the 10th episode of season two today is the 10th episode so of season crazy. two season one i got to do 10 episodes i'm already at you know it's already you know january 3rd the third day of the year we're already we're already at episode 10 for season two i'm so happy and grateful mm-hmm. and i'm joined by none other than my queen the queen of my world the billionaires the one and only the amazing <laughs> the beautiful and stunningly Amazing Damn, partner, insane. the best partner I could ever imagine. My better half, you know what I mean. Sometimes Natalia, oh Lee, Marie, please say the Lee Marie. Ah, thank you so much for having me. Baby. How you doing today, babe? I'm doing so great. Um, shout out sis Divinity Trial, by the way. Talk about them Jisoo. You know we had to. Oh yeah, you already know, man. Jisoo, baby. Jisoo, baby. Get your get your Jisoo. Shop gold in the brand. Shop gold in the brand. dot com. Shopgolden.com. I'm sorry, shopgolden.com. You ain't got to no talk e. about all that. No e, g o l d n. Shopgolden.com for your for your for your Jesus. Get you in your bay right for Valentine's Day. Factual. Y'all already know, handcrafted baby. She made this been a hotel room. We are gonna talk about that a little bit later. But <laughs> oh, and the beanie too. Shout out to the G beanie. Yeah, the G beanie. Handcrafted. She made everything she's wearing, y'all boys. Except for my Esther and Clay. Except for the Esther and Clay. Shout out to Esther and Clay. You know what I'm saying? But 
Yes. For the people that don't know you, Natalia, please tell the people who you are and what it is that you do. It's so crazy because you think I'd be more prepared for this because I've watched all 19 episodes as they were happening. <laughs> um, but I feel like it's just like so so crazy of a question. First, before I even get into it, I just want to say thank you so much, babe, for having me. Absolutely. I feel so blessed and uh, like highly favored to be a guest on the Fly on the Wall show. Like right. being able to see you've done it from its conception to yeah. where it is now, to see all of the absolutely incredible um guests that you've had on the show i just feel like damn like shit i could be on the show too like what because oh, i mean like she's too kind guys she's the repertoire kind. of people that you've had on the show is just so crazy in the time span you've done it i've seen you do the show in hotel rooms like you know what i'm saying like oh my gosh it's so crazy because i've been blessed to see the behind the scenes so i just wanted to take that moment and say behind thank the you scenes, so much real boy. hell yeah Say thank you so much for even having me on the show. And yes, I'm grateful. But um, to jump into it, yes, my name is Natalia Lemery, aka The Billionaires. I am an all-around creative uh, and mastermind. I am a brand strategist, fashion designer, um, and an artist, um, you know, with the clothes, of course. But also, like, when it comes to singing... Um, I'm an educator, I'm a manifester, like, all things above, so, yeah, like, I feel like it's hell of a, hell of a mouthful, but... That's a hell of a mouthful, man, (laughs) but, you know, you're a very talented young lady, you know what I'm saying, and so, you know, I wanted to bring you on this show because, you know, people see me, you know, people see us separately a lot, you know, but a lot of people don't know that everything that we do, we do it together, Right, whether it's behind the scenes or whether it's you know in front of everybody, man, yeah. we do everything together, and you know that's the that's the secret sauce. Mm-hmm. You know, what I'm saying you know having a, a powerful relationship, both you know you know romantically, business business wise, and mm-hmm. friendship. Yeah. You know, what I'm saying we've known each other for like we're going on six, seven years now. It's definitely going on seven. You always want to lowball it, but let's be real. <laughs> God, bro, come on, man. Going on seven, it's going to be seven this summer, so don't let him try to fool y'all. Oh, man, you know, we've been been having a a good relationship for the last seven years and everything like that, you know what I'm saying? It's it's so many different stories. It's Mm -hmm. it's such an amazing and beautiful thing to be able to, like, you know, do all these things with your best friend, man, you know? It's so so crucial, it's so important to be able to, you know, on this entrepreneurial journey, it gets hard, it gets rough, and you know a lot of people don't get it and understand it. So it's 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 a beautiful thing to be able to do it together and walk this journey together. So I'm grateful for you. You know, I definitely have to get you on here to give you your roses Thank from you. now. You know, what I'm saying like people see me doing all these amazing things, but they don't know I would never be able to do any of this stuff if it wasn't you know by you by my side, my back, everything pulling me up when I'm crying. You holding me arms, telling me it's gonna be okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, that support mentally, emotionally, spiritually, in other ways, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's very it's very important, you know what I'm saying? Like, nobody, the levels of things that I'm able to achieve and you're able to achieve, it's very hard to do it alone, mm-hmm. you know? So for that, I'm grateful and for that, I'm thankful. And so, you know, just to kind of like, you know, introduce the people a little bit more about who you are, let's talk about like, let's talk about from the beginning. So, yeah. like... Like, what, what, you know, you're a fashion designer now, you're an entrepreneur. Like, did that just come about recently? Like, when did you, like, first realize that you were, like, this entrepreneur thing was for you? 
Wow. Well, um, you know, entrepreneurship has always been in my blood. My I come from, you know, two very hardworking parents who, you know, were entrepreneurs as long as I could remember. Right. And so, um, like I said, entrepreneurship has always been in my blood. But um, at the, on the same token, I've watched my parents struggle like hell being entrepreneurs. So when I was younger, I didn't want to be an entrepreneur at all because I equated it to struggle. I was just like, okay, so it's all nice and cute, but you know, I'm trying to have like a corner office with a view. I'm trying to have a big house. I'm trying to have this, I'm trying to have that, I'm trying to travel. Um, and so of course, when you come from like a Caribbean back, uh, background, but also just kind of like, you know, parents in general, when you, when you, uh, like, what do they push you the most to want to do, right? Be like a doctor, a oh, lawyer, yeah, um, cool. like whatever. Anything that pays well. Anything that pays well, yeah. And school reinforces that as well. So, um, I wanted to be an attorney, um, since like the age of like three or something like that. I wanted to be an attorney, um, and I wanted a corner office with a view. That was my big thing. I want a corner office with a view. Um, fast forward to college. I got a, a job at a personal injury firm um, and I became a legal assistant and um, you know I was just putting in mad work you know what I'm saying like I was working full time there I would work 8.30 to 5, 5.30 then I would get off of work and I would go to school and I was still doing school full time yeah. so I'd get off, I'd go to school, night classes, you know I was taking online classes, all that jazz um, and so it was extremely stressful Throughout that job, like I was, I was actually like doing my dream job, right? So I was in a law firm, um, so I got to see the inner workings. But with that, I was extremely depressed. Like I was just like, okay, damn, yeah. I was like, damn, this shit sucks. Like <laughs> I'm like, this is terrible, right? I was just like, you know, was it like a big law firm or a small law firm? It was, it was like a smaller law firm. There was four attorneys, and then there were like. You know, not that many like employees. Like I feel like there was like four four attorneys and probably like four or five um, paralegals, and then each had a legal assistant. So it was just like and one assistant. How old were you at the time? I was. I think you were like nineteen or something like that. No, I think 20? I was like twenty. Twenty. I was twenty. So you was twenty working full time at a law firm, full time in school. Yeah, yeah, and I um, also was the youngest in the office by far. So it was just such a disconnect. And I, that's something that I've always experienced in my jobs, being the youngest. So it was always a disconnect, mm -hmm. you know, and I always felt like I had to strive to be even like, strive even more to um, show up and show out because of my youth. And so my now age, I'm like, right? got the whole family here. So, I'm like... <laughs> um, so <laughs> fast forward, basically I took like the, the job was super stressful, but it was also very like strict. So they would time you when you went to the bathroom, you know what I'm saying? They would clock you when, um, like, how many six days you took and, like, crazy shit, right? And so I, um, I, I went to FAU, of course. Shout out to FAU. Shout out to FAU. Um, and they were having a, um, a, uh, a law fair, like a law school fair. And there was all these law schools coming to FAU representatives. And I'm talking about, like, from Cali, like, all these law schools. And I just felt like I had to go. But um, the the fair was like in the middle of the day. So I called off work, you know, do, 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 in the morning, called off. We all know about that calling <laughs> off work time. You feel me? Uh, but like, I'm sick. Uh, uh, and I went. 
And I remember, like, when I left, um, I was in the car, I was on the phone with my mom, and I was just crying because I was just like, bro, like, I just feel like such catch-22. Like, this is something I want to do, but I'm just so depressed in this job. I just feel like I can't, I literally cannot live my life, like, like this for the rest of my life like there's just no way i can get up and then like i uh, i lived around the corner from from um the firm yeah so i would like run home on my lunch break take a 15 minute nap eat like some some leftovers for 15 minutes you know what i'm saying and run back to work and shit like that like it was just it was just so like terrible and at the same time i'm 20 years old so my friends are lit if they got a job, their job is on campus, like, um, you know, as a desk assistant or, you know what I'm saying, like something. Um, oh, sorry, that's your phone. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, yeah, so like a desk assistant or something like that. So I was kind of like comparing my life to theirs, too, because I was like, damn, I'm trying to be, you know, ambitious, but also I'm trying to have fun. So long story short, I came back to work um, like the next day. And um, what happened then? Yeah, I came back to work the next day. I, I come in, I sit down. You know, I'm always looking fly going to school. You know I, mean? I come in, I sit down, and the office manager is like, "Oh, Natalia, can I see you in my office?" And I'm just like, "Okay, uh, oh. cool." Like, uh, you know the vibes, and they call you into the office. Look, I'm not thinking anything because I'm honestly like the bet. Like, I I was getting so many like good remarks because I was like the best legal assistant there. Um, other paralegals was fighting trying to get me to be their legal assistant, take on make more cases. Like, it was just all this stuff. Call me to her office and she's just like, oh, like, you know, um, we, uh, basically I got fired. <laughs> <laughs> basically I got fired. And I was just like shook because I was just like, first of all, how dare y'all fire me? Like, I'm yeah. like hot shit in here. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. Was that the only time you ever got fired? Yeah, absolutely. And I was just shocked because I was just like, whoa, whoa, whoa. So also, I just want to say at this time too, I had my own apartment, my own car, car note. Car insurance. I was paying for every single thing, tuition, all that stuff, out of pocket. So for me to get fired from this job is a huge blow because, like I said, I'm the one funding my lifestyle. Yeah. So they gave me like five minutes to pack up my desk and like literally get out, it's escorted out the building. You would have thought I stole something. You would go with some crazy shit going on. Um, but they fired me simply because, um, you know, like I said, I was going to school full time. So when I would finish up my cases, I'd have a little more talk, a little bit more time in the day. And I would like start reading for like class when I had class later or something like that. Um, and, um, I had this also, I had this planner, which the way that I was able to, um, keep up with my whole, like, you know, life, life going to school and all the shit was by keeping myself like, uh, on a good schedule. So I had this planner, my, the planner would be on my desk. Tell me how these people took the planner up off my desk one day and went through my planner and saw it wasn't a work plan. She had pictures and the planner in her hand. Saw it wasn't my work planner. It was my school planner. It was like, oh, I can't have this on my desk. I can't have this at work. It's not like, you know, work stuff, blah, blah, blah. So long story short, they fired me. Let me ask you a question. Like, when you got fired, knowing that you did all these things right, yeah. you were always on time, you was never late, mm -hmm. you barely called out, you mm -hmm. always showed up. You did more work than you were actually being paid for. Yeah. Stressed out, you know, missing like your whole, you know, college career, yeah. going to work, doing these things because you thought it was your dream job. You thought you were getting this experience. Yeah. How did it feel to be fired? Like, because you took a day off because you wanted to, you know, learn more information about law school. How did it feel like when somebody fires you for, for doing all the right things pretty much? Yeah. 
No, I mean, honestly, it felt terrible. I walked outside. I was, I, as soon as I got into the car, I called my mom. I'm boohoo crying. She couldn't even hear what I was trying to say. Yeah. I'm crying, I'm crying, crying. And I was crying not so much because I wanted to leave the job. Like, you know, I hated the job. I was very depressed at the job. So there was, of course, gratitude for that. But on the other hand, I was really, 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 really sad about it because, like I said, I had to handle bills. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it felt bad because you know like you said you can do all this stuff that's right and somebody can just kind of snatch it from you at any time literally at any time no there's no like you you can't tell it's gonna happen like you know what i'm saying at any you time you never got no warnings you never got any write-ups or nothing no <laughs> no that was like the that was the first time i was in her office since i was hired months before you know what i'm saying um so yeah but it at the same time i had to breathe and realize you know, I'm blessed because this is basically like God in the universe showing favor in my life that I need to be going on another path. So once I got fired, I really had time to reflect and figure out what it is that I wanted to do. Because at the same time, like I was stressed and depressed at the job thinking I can't do this for the rest of my life. So it really made me kind of sit down and reset. Because if not, I would have stayed there. I would have still been stacking money. I would have like, you know what I'm saying? Who knows where I would have been? Um, so from there, that's when I went and I got a job as a server because it was going to give me more time, more flexibility, and um, allow me to kind of look into things. After I got that job as a server, I started doing hair, um, you know what I'm saying? Um, what else? Damn, I started doing hair, these other little odd Amazon, jobs, Amazon, Domino's, Lyft. Um, so how many, so from your college career, mm -hmm. you know, you did four years, how many jobs do you think you had in the span of four years? I had to have like 15 plus jobs. Yeah, I think we had counting one time. It was like over like 15, 20 Yeah, jobs. like it was something crazy like that because I was working since 17 right. when I touched on campus. Like like probably like a few months after I touched on campus, you know, so. And you yeah. were always the youngest person in the room. Always. Man, that's amazing. So we got so much to talk about, right? So <laughs> having all these different jobs, yeah. right? Do you feel like you're able to learn from each of these jobs? And do you feel like you're able to apply things that you learn from those different various jobs into what you're doing now and your work ethic? Yeah, absolutely. Like, um, one of the biggest things that I take from just like working in my college career is time management. Um, I'm, it's, it's crazy because as an entrepreneur now, I feel like my time management is not as good as it was. Um, but I still feel like there's so many different things that I took away from, you know, working like when I worked at Nordstrom um I learned how to talk to people how to sell you know what I'm saying like I had to sell if I wanted to eat you know so there was different things like that um when it's I very worked important there, to be an entrepreneur absolutely right. um and then I was also working with clothes you know what I'm saying but when I first got to Nordstrom I was um in service experience like customer service so I was also able to problem solve <laughs> which is a huge huge thing you know what I'm saying? It's, it's great for business because when you're able to problem solve and figure out and get to the root of things and also make sure that the customer leaves happy with this huge problem, you know, that's something that you need to know how to do with your own business. Right. Um, you know, working as a teller at PNC Bank, I learned a lot about money. You know what I'm saying? I learned a lot about budgeting, saving. I learned a whole lot about just like money from that. Um, and on and on, like honestly... I could go on and on with each job, but definitely taking those experiences, I mean, definitely going through that helped to shape me to who I am now, which is extremely well-rounded to be like a businesswoman. Awesome. Awesome. That's an amazing answer. Thank you so much. So now, well, you wear many, many hats, but we're going to focus on 
a few things, right? Okay. We're gonna have some focus. We're gonna have that sniper focus. <laughs> Shout out to ET, right? Shout out. So, design, fashion designer, right? Mm -hmm. You're this amazing fashion designer. Thank where you. did you're welcome, of course. I'm wearing it right now. <laughs> <laughs> so, where did this amazing, where did this love for fashion like start from and stem from? I've always been a fashionista. Like, there she go. <laughs> I have though, but it's like it's crazy. Like when I was in school, when I was in middle school, I was selling headbands. I was making headbands along with when I would go down to the city. I get the headbands wholesale, and I'm she from the York, by the way, the Bronx. <laughs> I'll get the little appliques from like the wholesale store in the city and I would glue them on, I would make them real cute and I would take them to school and I would sell them on the side, $12, $15, here, there, here, there, all the way to high school. I also would sell candy, you know what I'm saying? So I was always hustling and like flipping, uh, making moves. Uh, what was the question again? I'm so sorry. Uh, where did the love for fashion Yes, the love for fashion. Yeah. So I was hustling and making moves. But at the same time, like, that was for me to buy clothes, buy accessories. If I wanted to sell my headbands, I had to wear them. And if I wanted the people to really, really buy it, I had to style it and look real cute. Because at the end of the day, people are always buying you. They're always buying the brand. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They're not necessarily buying the product. So I could have a headband, and the headband could be hella basic. But if I style it up, you're going to be like, oh, damn, I got to have that. Because yeah. I'm going to look cute like that. That's marketing. Exactly. So, you know, I've always been a fat. I, I always wanted, my hair always had to be right. If my hair wasn't right, I'd feel crazy. You know, like, my style, all these different things. And I think fashion was a great creative output for me because I had a lot of insecurities about myself. Mm. So if I didn't, you know... If I didn't like make myself up, basically, I feel extremely insecure about myself. And even underneath all of that, I felt really insecure about myself. You know, so fashion was just very much a creative output for me and just made me feel like even the least bit beautiful. You know what I'm saying? So I've always just always been a fashionista, always. Oh man, so you've always been a fashionista. So mm -hmm. how did you like like you know, you're not you're not just a you know, a regular designer, you don't just sketch things out. Mm -hmm. You actually cut and sew as well mm -hmm. so like uh, how did you learn to do that like, where did that come from of course well my grandmother uh sewed she she taught my mom and like her cousins and stuff like that and then my mom um had sat wraps so i learned like the basics of sewing from her you know what i'm saying so like the ins and outs of a sewing machine you know a st basic stitch you know things like that i learned from her um and then when i decided with um uh, broken Brooklyn to actually pursue like sewing and learning how to do it. YouTube University was my best friend. Trial and error was my best friend. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I'm the type of person where I'm a researcher. So I'm going to sit down and I'm going to learn something. If I put my mind to it, I'm going to learn something. So I just kind of like taught myself everything else. Learning how to make the patterns. Um, learning how to make them correctly. Learning how to size and grade. You know what I'm saying? Learning the difference between different sewing machines and different stitches and needles. And you know what I'm saying? Like all these different things, YouTube and trial and error really, really taught me. That's amazing. So you pretty much, you know, of course your grandmother. Mm -hmm. And then you, your grandmother passed it on to your mother. Yeah. And your mother passed on the basics to you. And then you went from there and elevated it from there. Yeah. So thank you so much for breaking that down. So I know you mentioned something about Broken Brooklyn or yeah. Bronx or oh something like that. Broken, <laughs> can you talk a little bit about Broken Brooklyn and what that was and what yeah. that meant for you? I know that was a different time in your life from now. Yeah. So talk a little bit about what that was and how that meant, what that meant for you in that time in your life. Of course. So Broken Brooklyn was my first um, 
fashion endeavor. Mm -hmm. So I basically was going to uh, Goodwill off of Oakland um, <laughs> in SoFlo, and I was getting like bulk clothes for cheap, weighing it. Like that shit is a joke, okay? So instead of buying each piece, um, I was able to like pick up a whole bunch of pieces, get it weighed, and then you pay for it based on the weight. So I was taking those pieces and I was remixing them, putting my own flavor on them, um, making them different, and then I was reselling them. That was my way of kind of like easing into design because I really didn't know how to um, put together a whole piece. Like back then, I would like look at it and I'm like, damn, how the hell am I make a shirt? How the hell am I make some pants? <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like from just scrap material fabric. Like, oh my gosh, this is such a huge concept. Uh, so I was just kind of like remixing it like that. And Broken Brooklyn to me really just meant like, grinding it out in honesty like when i look back now like it was just really me kind of like breaking through and accepting me my creativity because for a long time before that i would say oh i'm not creative mm -hmm. i'm not creative simply because i didn't want to let myself down you know i would compare myself to other creatives and i'm like i'm not creative like them i couldn't come up with something like that i couldn't do something like that because i chose to only focus on my analytical side and logic and law mm -hmm. and business and mm -mm -mm -mm, everything's really rigid mm -hmm. um i didn't really allow myself to kind of be free and re and i feel like also accept myself you know, and accept that side of myself. So Broken Brooklyn was really all about hustling, grinding, coming from the concrete and making things happen um, no matter what. And from there, yeah. From there, the rest is history. The rest is history. I know, you know, there's a lot of different things that took us from yeah. Broken Brooklyn to Golden, the brand. Yeah. But just to kind of, you know, you know bridge, the gap. bridge the gap. Yeah. Golden, the brand. That's a beautiful name. Like. Yeah. What does that mean for you? Like, if you if someone said, "Yo, what does golden mean mm -hmm. to you?" Like, how would you break that down? And by the way, shout out to everybody that's tuning in. I see yes. so many people tuning in. Shout out to Ashley Sierra. I saw you. You know, um, drop some, drop some love in there. What you said a while ago. You said the brand. People buy the, people brand. Buy the brand. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. People buy the brand. People buy the brand. You gotta be the brand. Yep. Shout out to uh, Experience Basan, one of the best. Barbers and yeah. I can't even call him a barber man. He's like a magician. Yeah. Located in Tampa, Florida, man. Check out Experience Basam, man. You're gonna have him on the show one day. Mm -hmm. Shout out to Experience Basam. And so and Faith Like Gravity, everybody that's tuning in, man. Justin Romello, everybody I see you guys yeah. tuning in all over the world. Shout out to everybody tuning in. Man, I'm sorry. So of Golden. Course. What does Golden represent? What does that mean? So if I were to give one word, Golden is evolution. And the reason why I say that is because Golden, like, continues, like, there's a few reasons I say that, but one is Golden continues to evolve. I continue to evolve. And as people, we continue to evolve. Like, that's one of the reasons why I love the fact that, like, your icon for your brand, especially Fly on the Wall show and just you, is a butterfly. And the metamorphosis of me, of course. <laughs> Got the earrings too. Hello, Butterfly Esther earrings, Esther and Clay. We family right here, man. We plug everybody. Precisely. Yes, sir. Um, is because like a butterfly, like I love how you say like the butterfly has no choice but to fly. The butterfly, the butterfly has no evolves. choice but to fly. Precisely, mm -hmm. it evolves, and so for Golden, it really remind, it really stands for evolution for me because mm -hmm. you know, as we grow and we move throughout society and stuff like that, like. We, we go from kids, right, that don't know anything. We're literally a blank slate. And then we go out into, I mean, we yeah, we, we're a blank slate. We're then exposed to, like, our family, our friends, and Society, their ideals, their morals, yeah. their values, right? And all of that is kind of put onto us, 
right? Then when it's put onto us, we go out into the world and the face that we show the world is basically a reflection from all of the shit that our families put onto us Absolutely. and kind of how we internalize that. Absolutely. And for me, I, I internalize a lot of like insecurity, doubt, worry. Um, you know, I have a very low self-esteem and that's what I kind of like put out into the world in a sense. Mm -hmm. So, you know, over time, I've evolved into this being who, um, you know, has taken a lot of like, like self-reflection, you know what I'm saying? And, 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 and is constantly giving myself love as I'm on this journey of, um, of love. But all, of, all in all, it's about evolution, right? You're evolving. And golden is like the it feeling, right? Like for you to feel golden. When you think of golden, you think of sunlight. You think of like beautiful rays. You think of just something that's beautiful um, from the inside out, right? And so golden's all about helping you to explore your inner beauty and it portraying outside. Instead of you wearing clothes to impress other people, you should be um, using fashion as a creative out outlet to express how you're feeling inside. You know what I'm saying? So that's why you'll see people that might like, like, if they're feeling down, they might be dressing like yeah, dark yeah. and like, you know what I'm saying? Really like dark, maybe like darker colors, blacks and things like that. You know what I'm saying? But if the person is feeling good, they're feeling vibrant, they might be wearing spring colors like yellows and pastels and things like that. So all in all, I know I said a lot, but nah, all in all... you're saying some beautiful gems right now. You're <laughs> dropping gems. Thank you. Golden is all about evolution and you evolving to feel or you evolving to be in this golden state of mind in your life. And the way you lead your lifestyle should be golden. Hmm. You should be living in your truth. You should be living bold and loud and proud. You know what I'm saying? Don't allow yourself to be put down by society and all of their shit and, or your family, friends, whoever, and everything that they kind of try to put on you. It should be a direct reflection of who you truly are in your essence, right? And so I create these pieces that make people feel beautiful. Like I started creating things and I started to like be like, damn, like, okay, like, okay. Like I started to feel confident when I would wear these pieces. And I'm like, damn, nah, me. Other people gotta feel this shit. Other people gotta feel this. Like, you know what I'm saying? And so I started to create things for other people and I would get feedback up to how they feel golden. They feel obsessed with themselves and the piece and like they feel good. And like I see the, these girls and they're taking pictures and videos, you know what I'm saying? And they just feeling themselves. Like, you know when somebody's just feeling themselves, you know? And so I was just like, damn, they're feeling golden. Like it just it just went. It was just like yeah. they're feeling golden. And yeah. now this is a, is a is a way of life. And, you know, so, yeah. That's, that's beautiful, man. That's beautiful. That's beautiful, man. And, you know, as you guys can see, we're, we're wearing matching pieces right now. We're actually, you know, wearing some pieces that, you know, she actually handmade with her sewing machine. And for those that don't know the story, you know, people knew that we were in a hotel, you know, for quite a while, you know, other places as well. But, you know, we were in a hotel for like the last month prior to about January 2nd is when we moved into our new home. And so you were actually making a lot of pieces in the hotel room. Mm -hmm. So like you would have to go to the fabric store, mm -hmm. lug up everything back up to the hotel room. You was carrying the sewing machine and everything like that. You know what I'm saying? You want to talk about that experience of actually creating and designing and how you were mentally as you were designing these pieces in the actual hotel room. Yeah. Um, great question too. Thank you. You know, um, my state of mind 
designing in the hotel room was just kind of like all or nothing like I, I had made a I had made a very conscious decision and when you make a conscious decision in your life you become very tunnel vision mm -hmm. um, I made a conscious decision that I was gonna go all in with something that I loved because I felt like um, he is very much a great interviewer. Thank you. I had to say I'm that. Like, I'm to <laughs> Thank you guys so much. I appreciate it. Um, and, um, yeah. Uh, oh, also, thank you, Ashley. Uh, I saw your comments too. Living Loud. Shout out to Brown. T. Rose too. And, and, yes, you know, and T. Rose. And Gravity, Faith by Gravity. You guys yes. are saying some amazing things, man. Yes. T. Rose was saying, man, if you ain't got a golden piece, man, you're saying Thank you. Much. Shout out to T. Rose. You were looking stunning a couple Hell days ago yeah. with Golden Peace. Girl. Yeah. She is an incredible artist. Incredible. Yeah. Um, what's the saying? I'm sorry. That's yeah, why I didn't talking about your, your mindset. Like how you were feeling mentally when you were creating. Yeah, all or nothing. And I all made that nothing. conscious decision to go all in with something that I loved and cared about. But also that was positive, that could positively impact people. That can also shift the fashion industry and really help uh, entrepreneurs, especially in the, in the future. So I'm just like, yo, like, also too, I was very, very, I'm always inspired by you, babe, but especially inspired by you during that time because I just saw how you were really, um, you know, coming out of your shell even more about how, like, how engulfed you were becoming in your brand and your purpose and your mission. And that really inspired me. I'm like, damn, I need to get a piece of that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, of course, I'm like, yo, this is some, some amazing things that he's doing. And like, you made that conscious decision. And I think that's really important in a relationship as well, that yeah. your partner inspires you. Yeah. Um, you inspire me too. I know we inspire each other, but I'm just saying, um, <laughs> you know, so, uh yeah so my state of mind i was just kind of like all right damn all or nothing so i'm over here like what do people want like i don't even know like you know what i'm saying like there's so many things that like i want to create for myself and i'm like one of the things that i care like my state of mind right now is like one we're in the middle of a damn pandemic so it's just like i want to be fashionable but i'm also not trying to be stepping out in my best right you know what i'm saying like it's just like where am i going like the hotel like down to the car back up like gas station you feel me so but it's real shit yeah it's real shit though so i'm like all right man and i'm gonna say like sleeping in the car again i'm like where am i going you know what i'm saying so it's it's very difficult for me to go like be in the situation and then create a fucking gown that somebody's gonna wear to a ball and i'm just like mm, yeah right. where am i wearing this to you know right. so i was just like i always feel good being cozy uh cozy and cute comfy and cute so i'm like i'm gonna create some comfy and cute stuff so that to me is kind of like sweatshirts sweatpants loungewear um like the g fleece like you know g beanies things that is just like all right cool i can be comfortable but i can also be hella cute people can dress it up can dress it down it's very versatile and that's just kind of how i was feeling in my life at that moment because i'm like listen I can't look like the struggle I'm going through. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but I don't necessarily have a duvet or like, not duvet, um, what's the thing called? Like this huge bathroom or like a bathroom or all any of these things. I don't know none of the fancy do. stuff, but you know, I grew up in uh, South Florida. I don't know oh about gosh. the duvets, that French talk. I'm pretty sure a duvet is like, um, 
the the thing you stuff your comforter in. Oh no! But I, I had meant a, like a damn. Look at the mirror. Cover. You're so dramatic. I'll be like, like the thing. Um, damn, I can't remember. But you know the thing that y'all 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 know what I'm talking about. The thing that you sit in front of it is the mirror, and then like the women are like doing their makeup. Is that vanity. Vanity. I was so off, bro. That what you trying to say? Vanity. <laughs> She said Dubai. What? Come on now. Where you get Dubai? <laughs> Yo. Uh, my bad. All right. So, a vanity. I ain't have a vanity and all this stuff like that. She, okay. been, she been reading too much Essence <laughs> magazine and stuff. No, <laughs> Dubai. So, oh, all in all. Vogue. <laughs> she going to be in the cover of Vogue very soon. Easily. Remember Thank you. Actually, no, vanity. Um, so, I didn't have... Yes. Golan got that custom couture for the clothes queen. Period. Uh, hello. Shout out to Jesse Mello, the official photographer, man. Facts. The hello. official creator of genius, man. Other than myself, of course. I'm going to go in the brand, man. Yes. Can't, don't trust nobody vision if ain't that Romello vision. Hell yeah. Facts. Hell yeah. Um, so, thank you, Faith Like Gravity. Thank you so much. And Ashley, y'all are so dope. Thank you for um, commenting. That means a lot. Hell yeah. Um, so... Long story short, yeah, my state of mind um, creating these pieces was literally just like my lifestyle um, coupled with, you know, something that I feel like can translate to other people and something that they could really find value in, they could feel beautiful in. And, you know, especially during this time, like we in the middle of a damn pandemic, bro, like people's energies is real low, low vibrations, feeling depressed. So if you could throw in a sweatshirt that makes you feel cute and cozy and you smile at yourself in the mirror, you've done something right for the day, you know? So That's amazing. That's amazing. And you know, there's a thought that came on my head a second ago. We were talking yeah. about, you know, being in a hotel, being, you know, that depression and all that different stuff, man. Yeah. You know, and um, you're my partner, right? And so it's like, and I'm your partner. And so it's like, we, like we're in each other's lives. And like, it's like we, we, we tag along for every ride and every adventure, mm -hmm. right? Life is like a big ass adventure yeah. shout out to Nat love you too man you. you know it's like a big ass adventure and so you know one of the things I, I want to segue and kind of talk about because you know the reason why we even got to go to the hotel because of, of my mentor Charlie right yeah, yeah. so we met sit down tonight please sit down the show's almost over not yet it's not really almost over but just relax buddy <laughs> I love you sit sit sit, sit stay we're gonna, like, we're gonna take care of you after this I got you a treat okay love you Love you. Stay, stay. Don't don't get happy. Stay. I ain't calling you. Stay. But yes. So shout out to um shout out to Charlie, man. So like I was saying, you know, one of the things that happens is like as being a partner, it's like you you're you're along for the ride and stuff. Yeah. And so, you know, I remember right before we we got to, able to go to the last hotel we was at. Yeah. You know, I was reaching out to Charlie and everything like that. And then, you know, for everybody that knows me, everybody knows that I don't I don't like driving. I don't like driving at all. I don't like driving at all. Nat does majority of the driving. It's just my eyesight. I just it's better. We're safer. Everybody's <laughs> safer when Nat drives. And yeah. so you know, I asked you. I was like, "Yo, babe." You know, I just got the address to go meet Charlie. You know, it's about thirty-five miles away from here. Like, I woke you about your seat. And I was like, "Can you drive? Mm -hmm. Can you do that?" And he was like, "No problem." And so we get there. And, you know, it's a whole experience. And then, of course, he takes us to his mom's house and all that good stuff. He puts money in, in our hands and everything. How did you feel in that moment? Like, 
like being a fly on the wall in that moment because like it was like it's like my story but it's your story at the same time yeah. because you know i share all this transparent shit that happens to my life and it's just like you're a part of my life so you're there too so like yeah. no matter what happened you're affected by every decision that i make yeah. no matter how if i open up and i share so like in that moment like how did you feel in that moment like the money like the, when yeah, was at his mom's house his, when he was at his mom's house yeah. and he put the money in our hands yeah. it was just you know everybody was listening to because he was like Listen, one of the first yeah, people to ask us like you know what did this how's that shit feels like yeah. other than justin you yeah. know and um shout to brie yeah. nobody really knew what that shit felt like so yeah. when he asked us that moment like how did you feel in that moment being a fly on the wall bro dog honestly that moment felt hella surreal like i'm not gonna lie bro like that shit felt like some like I don't know. I had to make sure I was awake because, yo, that shit was crazy. Like, I, okay, I, to answer the question, I got to give a little bit of, like, backstory. No, of, course, of course, of course. So, the night before, we was at a gas station, right? And yeah. um, we didn't really eat. Like, I don't think we really ate anything. <laughs> I remember when we ate. Yeah, we shared, like, a bag of chips. Oh, yeah, because that's the... I, I bought yeah. it because of Justin. Shout out yeah. to Justin. I asked for $10. He sent me $20. Yeah. We got a bag okay. of chips. Like, so the pound chips. cake. You, yeah. you can't eat the pound I cake. I didn't eat that. That's the answer. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so, we had like a bag of chips. Is it? Okay. <laughs> so, that night, it was Saturday night. Yeah, because we went Sunday. So, it was Saturday night. We was in the uh, the parking lot, the gas station. And quick so, quick trip. And this is one of our like well, spots. Wasn't a quick trip at all, boy. It's been a long ride. Thanks. It was one of those <laughs> spots, right? And so that night, you had actually like you were actually sleeping. <laughs> Shout out to my little sister Jet Lee, man, one of the best graphic designers out Hell here, yeah. creative designers, art artists, writers, everything, bro. She be getting us right. Absolutely. Um. So, uh, that night it was Saturday night. You were you fell asleep, and I was up yeah. DM diving one eighties because I was just like, bro. Like Chanel said, empty tummy, shit was rumbling, okay? I'm like, bro, I don't think I can do another night of this. I feel like yeah. we, we had did like mad nights, you know what I'm saying? It was, it, was, like, it was really, um, it was a week, it was about to be a week straight. Yeah, it was like a week straight. We, never, like, we never do a week straight. Yeah. I was like, nah, I'd be like DM diving, bro. I'm, um, <laughs> I'm over here with the marketing textbook reading it. Like, I need to refresh up. Like, what am I doing wrong? You feel me? Um, the whole parking lot was swarmed, bro. They was having like some, like all these people like came out of nowhere with their cars lined up. Cops was outside. Like it was hella lit at Quick Trip that night, right? And I was just like, you know, whatever, stress, blah, blah, blah. I ended up going to sleep. We woke up in the morning and that's when you had basically said whatever about Charlie. I'm like, fuck it. Like, you know, shit. <laughs> we ain't really got nothing else to do today. And that's when we drove. So when we're there, I'm thinking about how I was feeling with that empty tummy and everything that was going on in my mind while you were asleep that night before. So I'm like, yo, what the hell? Like, did somebody just come drop... <clears throat> That, like in, in in your hand and I'm just looking at it and it's like time stopped in a sense because I was just like yo God is so real the universe is so real intention is so real manifestation is so real people that who don't believe in that shit is I don't fucking know like I don't get it like if you don't believe in a higher power or something else shit I don't know like you know because the, the way that that aligned up you could have said no the, the guy could have not texted you back I could have said, nah, babe, I'm not trying to drive. You know what I'm saying? You only, like, had, you only had $2 in the account. We didn't yeah, eat breakfast that day. We didn't eat nothing that day. Facts. We literally drove 35 miles to go see this man for me to go talk to him. To bro, go help. That's to it. To help. I wasn't even going to ask for nothing. Bro. To go help. 
We didn't even eat breakfast Duh. that day. So imagine if I didn't believe in you. Our first meal was because we went to his mother's house and he they had some leftovers for Thanksgiving because we didn't have a Thanksgiving. Yeah. Right. Went to the church. Shout out to um, Shout out to that church in the hood. Impact Church. I think it's Impact Church. Yeah. In the hood. Somewhere in Georgia. Shout out to that church, man. Yeah. So we eat nothing. Like he literally scraped off his food yeah. on my plate so you could have enough to eat and we could every the whole team could eat. Yeah. So he put that money in our hands and you said it felt like Surreal. Yeah. Because I was thinking about all of that. I was thinking about like how a decision and this is the thing, like the whole thing that I like want anybody to take from this is how important your decisions are. A decision can change your whole life because I wanted to get that backstory so that you, you guys can understand that I could have said no, Javier could have said no, anybody like anything could have happened and we wouldn't have gone there and we would not be talking to you where we are right now. That's period. Like that's that's period. There's no ifs, ands, or buts. So a decision is so important. Belief is so important. After us being in the car, seven days straight, empty, tummy, hungry, grumbling, you know what I'm saying? It's so easy to be like, fuck it, I'm not trying to believe in nothing. Like, it's so easy to just give up. But you have to continue going. You have to keep putting a foot in front of the other, no matter what you're going through. No matter what it looks like. Exactly like how Chanel said, go through hell to, to get to paradise. That's what makes the journey sweeter. Precisely. All of that. It's, it's literally it. You cannot give up on yourself. You cannot give up on your dreams. It don't matter what shit is looking like outside. You can't. You have to keep going. You have to keep believing. So in that moment, I was just overcome with gratitude because I was like, we can get a meal. We can get a hotel room. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I was just really, really grateful right. just for somebody's kindness. But it also felt super unreal. It felt super unreal, man. Shout out to Charlie and the yeah. entire Dream Team, yeah. Dreamer Foundation, everybody, man. And so... Upon that, right, mm -hmm. we were able to get a hotel room the same night the car battery died. We was, you know, we, our, our car battery right died. Right in front probably. of the hotel door, bro. The car battery died. The junk ain't died a whole, that whole yeah. day. It died the day before. It ain't died a whole day until we got to the... And that is the other thing, too, that people don't... Of course, people don't know. But, like, yeah. we was dealing with, like, sleeping in the parking lots and shit like that. Trying to conserve gas. Not turn the car off because we might not be able to turn it back on. Like, the shit was crazy, bro. Sorry, Somebody said hello from Colombia. Oh man, that's yeah. amazing. Shout out to everybody that's tuning in from yeah. wherever you guys are located. Drop in the comments where you guys at, man. That's amazing. Colombia. Yeah. I can't wait to visit Colombia. Oh, so, yeah. you know, but you know, so many different things that could deter us, but we kept going anyway, man. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that, you know, Charlie, the reason why Charlie did that, of course, is because he has faith in us yeah. as well as that. But he wanted to provide us with momentum. Yes. Right? Momentum, man, man, momentum. It's what we got indeed. I mean, what we got indeed. I remember right before, like, it was like, you know, Christmas came. It was a couple of nights. I mean, that money ran out. I'm not going to tell you. that He gave us money, but that money ran out easy. Of course. That money ran out because you got to think about paying for a hotel night every night, right? We didn't have no kitchen. We didn't have no stove. So we was buying food every day, every night. That money goes, goes really, really quick. And it's the two of us. And we got a doggy. So you can only imagine, right? And so yeah. that funds, like ran out and you know and it's like you start when you start seeing stuff dwindle and money not really coming in right now although we're entrepreneurs you gotta think about it we get stressed it gets stressed you gotta think about it we not only do we work we still have you know you know virtual people that help us with our projects that we have to you know take care of and stuff yeah. so it's so many different expenses that's happening at the same time mm -hmm. and you know people don't think about that we run different businesses it's not just oh we just moved and we just packed yeah. our bags 
nine, we were still like running our businesses. We were still growing our brands. We were still designing websites. She was still designing clothes. Imagine still having consultation, all these different things. Like, oh, you have all that stuff on your mind. You start seeing the money dwindle. It's not a good feeling. It's scary. And so I remember it was right. It was, it was December 27th, bro. December 27th, you know, no, December 26th, actually, you was like, the money was getting low. We just got enough money. We scraped up of enough money, I think, pushing one of our accounts into overdraft to get another night. And we was like, all right, we got to figure something out. We was like, let's take this this last $30 and let's go to the fabric store. Right? We said, we're going we to go to the fabric store. We're going to go to the fabric store. And, you know, we go to the fabric store. You send me in because, of course... <laughs> She loves sending me into the fabric store. I don't know if it's because I got the, I got the eye or it's because I'm friendly as hell. I'm going to talk Whoa. to somebody. Right? So we in the fabric store. I call you on FaceTime. We're looking at different pieces of fabric. And I'm like, babe, which one you want? Babe, which one you want? And then we stumbled across this purple one. And we was like, oh, this is nice. It was astrology. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, shit. Look at this. I, I already had the perfect person in mind. Shout out to Young Chipotle, my, my homie Bree. Bree Astrology. She's one, she's one of the dopest readers, yeah. astrologers. All that good stuff out here. Go. I'm not sure. You know, she's available right now. But book her, book her, book her, book her. Mm-hmm. Bree astrology. Check her out. Right. And so I'm like, that's definitely something that would be dope. So we got the fabric. You were looking at it. It's like, oh snap, oh snap. Mm-hmm. We got it. You made it. You showed it to her. People are going crazy for it, right? Yeah. But you know, it still wasn't, still wasn't hitting like we wanted yeah, to. Yeah. But we got orders. Yeah. We got orders, right? So it was like, ah, oh, God is good. Yeah. And so we went back again to go get more of that fabric and to see if we saw something else. And then we looking, and I was going past the one, and he told me, babe, go back, go back, go back. And it was that navy blue, that dark navy blue astrology pattern, right? Yeah. Boy, that Best. astro bay, right? That golden with the gold, <laughs> with the gold, uh, shiny, shiny, mm-hmm. shiny accents or whatever, mm-hmm. right? So we got that fabric, and we was like, it was something about that fabric that stood out, and he was like, Okay, God is good. The universe is abundant. Mm-hmm. You got the fabric. Went back to the hotel room that same night. You got back probably like eight thirty. You you made the you made you made that set. Yep. You made that matching set. Yeah. And we took. Uh, we were, you were done probably by like probably like ten o'clock, whatever whatever the case may be is. Yep. But we didn't drop the pictures to the next morning. Yeah. We was about to check out the hotel. We ain't know what, oh. we ain't no money. We was about to check out the hotel. Money was done. I ain't talking about D O N E. I'm talking about D U N. Done. Done. It was nothing left. There was no more money, right? And I was like, I don't know, babe, but we going to... I woke up that morning at 7 o'clock a.m. Mm-hmm. Got to check out by 11. Mm-hmm. Woke up and I was like, babe, I'm about, I'm about to put this tweet out there. You woke about, me up and you told me, hey, babe, can you edit the pictures? Oh, yeah, can you edit the picture? I got yeah. to put this tweet out there. I got to 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 use the gifts. Yeah. I got to tap into something, boy. Yeah. You added the pictures real quick. You sent me the pictures. Boom. I put them up there on your page. And within a couple minutes, started retweets started coming. Duh. Retweets started coming. Order, boom, one Duh. order, boom, two order, boom, three orders, boom, four orders. Oh my god, we had enough to check it. To, we had enough money to go back. We had enough money right to go back and check in for another night. I was like, oh shit, bro, God, God, we check, we check in for the night, right? Orders kept coming in, boom, boom, boom. I was like, yo, babe, if we can end the night with twenty five orders, that would be so amazing, right? So amazing. 10 o'clock hits. I think it's 11 11 p.m. hits. We're at about 10 orders. Mm-hmm. We're at about 10 orders. Then all of a sudden, like, somebody retweets it. I think it was Jade. Shout out to this girl named Jade. This astrologer named Jade. Mm-hmm. She retweets it. 
boom. By the end of the night, we had 30 orders. But it didn't stop there. It kept going. Yeah. The next day, boom, boom, yeah. boom, 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 boom. And so we had over 100 orders. How did you feel when you got over 100 orders? You only had about 20 orders for like 15. the whole, 15 orders for the whole year. Mm-hmm. December 27th, your life changed. Mm-hmm. And you had between December 27th to January 1st, you mm-hmm. had over 100 orders. How did that moment feel? Bro, first of all, I was I just was happy because I was just like a bed for another night. Like you know what I'm saying? So that was one thing. I was just like, not the car. We not going back. Like that's how I felt. So I was just really excited because I was just like, bro, we not going back to the car. Period. Um, and then I was just I don't know. Like again, I think it was just another moment of like disbelief. You know when things happen in your life and it just don't connect at first. You know, but I was just like, yo, again, conscious decisions. Because the day that we were going to the fabric store, I don't think the first thing, the, the first, what you call it, was to go to the fabric store. Like, no, 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 it wasn't, it wasn't, we were not going to go to the fabric yeah. store. We went we're, to get the car wash, at the, but then the, the, the car wash was too much. Yeah. So we drove to this other one that was $4 to mm-hmm. get the car wash for $4. Mm-hmm. And I think that's when we were just like, okay, like, you know, we had like we got a few food, dollars. We got breakfast because we got yeah. some free. We were jugging. Yo, shout out to this bagel spot in Georgia. Yo, we was they had if, if you download the app and you put like your phone number and stuff like that, you get a ten dollars you get ten dollars off your meal. And so we were like using that code like we used that joint like five different times. We, I used my mom number, my sister number, I used Justin number, I used Nat's dad number. We used everybody's Bro. number to get the, to get that free meal. Yeah. And so we was like, all right, we was like, all right, you want to eat in the car or do you want to go upstairs? And I was like, you know, let's eat in the car. And then we could go to the car wash and do da 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 Because mm-hmm. I knew if we went upstairs, that we was, was not coming back down. Yeah. And so we were sitting there eating. And I was like, yo, let's go to the fabric store. Mom, let's go to the fabric store right now. Yeah. And it was, it was like so many different things that could have changed the course of our lives if we would have went back upstairs. Yeah. If we would have went somewhere else. Conscious decisions. Conscious decisions. So go ahead, I'm sorry. No, you're fine. But the conscious decision. And it was a conscious decision for us to actually be like, okay, cool. Let's go to the fabric store. Shout out to Free For. I know that's my mom. <laughs> Shout out. Shout out to my mom. I love you, mom. Um, I love you too, mom. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, it was like the, the conscious decision. And so in all of these moments in my mind, I'm thinking about how easily, like, it's, this could not be. I think that's what I was thinking. And I think that was a shock for me because I was like, bro, there's so many, like, it's not even like a, a hard decision, like, hmm, we're thinking about this for hours. Like, no, it's just like a split second, split decision that changes your life. So as I'm sitting there, we're looking at the queue and watching the orders go up and we're watching Shopify, da, 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 da. I'm like, oh my gosh, like, if we didn't go to the fabric store and if I was lazy and I didn't make the set and I, we didn't, and I didn't wake up to edit the pictures and you didn't wake up to put, like, you know what I'm saying? This would not be. And so, but you know, not to cut you off, but that's mm-hmm. how God works. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. That's how God works, bro. It's like you know, you know, church, religion, all these different things teach us that God is outside of us, right? That God is this external force outside of us. You know, you gotta talk to God and you have to wait for Him to listen. Mm-hmm. But you know, people don't understand that we all emanate from God, from Source. We're mm-hmm. all connected to God. You know, mm-hmm. God with we. God is within all of us. So there's that voice in the head, our intuition, mm-hmm. our conscious, 
God is always giving you the answer. Mm-hmm. God is always telling you what to do. Mm-hmm. But because of ego, mm-hmm. because of pride, doubt. because of doubt, because of fear, yeah. p- other people, yeah. all these different things, we choose to stray away and yeah. not listen. Yeah. Usually, it's that voice in your, hear in your head. Tell, you ever had that, you know, you ever taken a test and you get the answers back and you was like, dang, I should have put the answer. I knew Hell I should have yeah. put the answer. You already know what to do. God is already telling you what to do. But because of all these different external factors, yeah. That's coming from the outside of you, yeah. right? You choose to disobey and not be obedient. Yeah. But it's like, yo, the minute you, you quiet the noise, right? Mm-hmm. And really focus and listen. That's why meditation is important. Yeah. When you really listen to the voice that's coming in your head, yeah. and you really have faith and really just silent the noise, God is already telling you mm-hmm. what to do. Life can be so much easier if you just pay attention and listen. Have faith and trust God. So it's so important to like pay attention, man. Stop doubting God. You know, we all pray, oh God, I need this. God, I need that. But God has already given you the answer. God already gave you the gifts. God already gave you the tools. It's within you. Mm -hmm. But like I said, fear, doubt, people, you know, lack of money, giving up, up, lack of faith, all these different things stops you from all the wins and all the things that God already has in store for you. I just want to say that. No, and honestly, you hit the nail right on the head because one of the biggest things is like, you know, you like you said, that voice inside of you is guiding you, right? So that voice inside was like, okay, let's go to the fabric store. You know, mm-hmm. the voice inside said to you, let's not go upstairs. Like, you know, these are the voices that's inside um, that is guiding you. But when all that other stuff and all that other noise comes in, you, you um, divert off of the path. Right. And you could have been three feet from gold. That's the biggest thing. You literally could have been three feet from gold. But because you didn't listen to the voice inside of you, the God inside of you, that's telling you literally what to do. So you don't have to struggle, literally telling you what to do. So you don't have to learn this hard ass lesson. So you don't have to be homeless anymore. So you don't have to be hungry. So, you don't. you know what I'm saying? Like this simple thing, because life is really simple, but we make it difficult. We make it hard because we want it to be difficult. We identify with things being difficult. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, literally, school teaches that. Our parents teaches that. Society teaches that. That things have to be so hard. It's so difficult. You've got to have all this struggle and all these, like, you know, oh, your testimony has to be so extremely crazy. Like, in reality, no. You are choosing for it to be that because you're not listening. <laughs> you're not following the voice that's inside of you at all. You know, so... At the end of the day, like that voice within you is your power. And every time you choose against it, you're choosing to be powerless. You don't have to, you know. So I totally forgot the question. I know we kind of went off, but right, this that, that's about, like about to, about to real. Segue to the next thing, that, that's that's real, bro. About to segue to the that's next thing. Thank you so much, man. Thank you so much, guys. Guys, just be listening. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I said that, but guys, good. But you, it's meant the message is for for everybody. Absolutely, for real. And so you know, we was able to take that win, right? Mm-hmm. And of course, like a lawyer, <laughs> absolutely, man. Shout out to everybody that's tuning in right now, yes. man. And so he was able to he was able to take that win. You know, we finally, you know, after months of you know struggling and all these different things, we were able to finally get our place. That's a whole other long story, man. But shout out yeah. to everything, all the different things that lessons that led up to this point in life, right? Mm-hmm. We was able to get our place, but you know, we was able to, we was here for maybe about a week or a night, less than maybe a few days, yeah. but we had to like. Rest in peace to my grandfather. Um, he's in a better place right now. We had to get to Florida. We had to get back to Florida for a funeral, right? And so, you know, I think like a week, like a week before or two weeks before, I was able to book, 
you know, my, my flight tickets because of credits that I had for uh, yeah, New Saturday. I had, you know, I had booked, you know, when the whole pandemic thing happened, yeah. I had booked some, I had booked some tickets to go to, uh, for me and Bay to go to LA for my birthday, you know, and then thinking that, you know, this joint was only going to be like a month or two. Hell nah. Hell no, bro. The day came, I had to cancel that. So I had credits. And so yeah. I didn't, I wasn't able to use it. And so, you know, I spoke to my mom and she was like, are you going to fly down here? So I was like, all right, I'm going to figure it out. Boom. Remember, I had credit, so we booked the tickets on it. Boom, we both had tickets. Mm -hmm. But we didn't know how we was going to, we didn't know what we, know what we was going to do at night because we have a doggy. We know what we was going to do with him. We didn't have no clothes to wear. We didn't have, we, we just, we just bought, we just paid for like, the, for the, we just paid hella money for this. We got, we were, we were able by the grace of God to, you know, invest in our future by securing our home, mm -hmm. right? As well as paying, you know, security deposit, all that good stuff you know, transferring everything over so money was dry. Now we had to now I had to worry about how we we're gonna get down there for my grandfather's funeral. Yeah. I didn't know what I was gonna do. Um my mentor Charlie I keep bringing him up because he's a very important piece in this story, man. Yeah. Shout out to Charlie Rocket. He texted me randomly and he he was posting me on his page and he was like, Hey bro, what's your Instagram name again? And I was telling him I was like, Hey bro, are you gonna still be in Florida? Because you know, we're gonna be going down there for my grandfather's funeral and I would love to, you know, to see you guys. And he was like, oh, yeah, man. Grandfather's funeral. I'll take care of that for you. All your expenses. Yo. Yo, 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 yo. When I say God is good, because me, I'm Javier. I'm transparent. What told me to say, yo, are you going to be in Florida? Precisely. For my grandfather's funeral? Conscious decisions. Conscious decisions, right? But also, the inner God telling you, yo, say this. Yeah. Text this person. Yeah. Everything then taken care of. Man, and when I say... Our flight was on the Thursday or something like that. Yeah. This was the Thursday. Thursday. This was the like Tuesday, Tuesday afternoon. I'm texting him, right? This is the Tuesday afternoon. I'm texting him. He was like, I'm going to take care of everything. And when I say everything, this man got me a, a travel agent. He had his personal travel agent take care of everything. I mean, our luggage. I was able to check luggage in. I ain't never checked luggage in in years. I don't remember even Die. checking. I ain't never checked luggage in as an adult ever in my years. I was able to have checked luggage in. The, t the, the travel agent, um, shout out to Anne, the greatest travel agent in the world. Mm -hmm. You know, she, she ended up getting, you know, Knight this best, the best, the best, like, doggy sitter therapist in the world. So Knight had somewhere to stay, right? <laughs> Man. It's, it's just so real thinking about it. Yeah. You know, like the day before, the Wednesday, we were scrambling trying to figure out. Like literally, everything was done yeah, in 24 right. hours, right? So, you know, the flight was at, um, the flight was really early. It was mm -hmm. like at 7 in the morning. I didn't go to sleep that night. You know, Nat went to, she was, you know, sewing some stuff for orders to go out, right? And so she slept for maybe an hour. I didn't sleep that whole night. I stayed up because I knew if I fell asleep, we was not waking up. So we woke yeah, up, we took, we, took, we took the lift to the airport, got to the airport, ain't eat nothing, right? Ain't nope. eat nothing. I caught the flight, got to South Florida. I'm like, ooh, it felt good to be home. It was cold in Georgia. Got to South Florida. It was so, it was so, it was so hot. It was like, ooh, we had the G-suits on mm -hmm. and everything, right? We was there. You know, one of the, one of the things that um, Ann was trying to make sure she got me was a um, rental car. That ain't work out. We, well, I, I, I want to say, man, if you got bad credit, fix your credit. Fix your credit. Credit is so... Oh, I'm looking over here. <laughs> I'm looking over here. Uh, 
Hey, if you got bad credit, fix your credit, man. Fix your credit. Credit is so important. You got all the money in the world, man. But if you live in America, credit is very important, man. So one of the reasons why we couldn't get a um, rental is because of the fact that I didn't have a credit card. And they were making it so difficult to get a rental, especially because coming from Georgia, we're at the airport. So it was very annoying. But God rest in mysterious ways wasn't supposed to have a rental, right? And so, you know, and, you know, Ann was dealing with that. We got to the hotel that they booked for us. My God. My God, my God, my God. We got to the hotel. For those that's in the South Florida area, if you're not, Google it, right? They put us in the Guitar Hotel. This is a hotel, the Seminole Hard Rock Hotel, the Guitar Hotel. This is a hotel that was built in 2019. Not only did they put us in this hotel, but they put us in the Platinum Suite, the most expensive suite. So I just told you we just moved into our home. We didn't even have no furniture. Bro, we didn't have nothing. Floor, we were sleeping on the floor. We didn't even have no bed Bare yet. carpet. Bare carpet, no bro. Cover, Sharing no a pillow. little blanket. It was like one pillow. Don't, don't do it. We had one <laughs> pillow. One little small little mini uh, blanket that Nat stole from uh, iPad. iPad. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And so imagine going from that. A couple days before that, we was in the hotel. A couple days before that, we were sleeping in our car. Imagine going from that to the most expensive the most expensive room in the entire hotel, $1,500 a night, and we were there for four nights. So imagine going from that to that. How did you feel in that moment? Um, again, <laughs> I felt like it was unreal because, like you said, the night before, because the night before we were sleeping on the floor sharing this blanket, right? Then the, the next night, like the next day, we're walking into this platinum suite bro 16th floor incredible view overlooking everything they're paying for our food so we didn't eat all day wait oh i forgot about we eat nothing yeah all like day, all kid. day um so we went downstairs and had a whole whole meal jameer and i have not been to the, not one restaurant not like <laughs> no nothing like i said what like a week before, <laughs> yeah, a week before, like I just said, when we was at the the, the park, is the the gas station, we had chips and cake, like chips and pound cake from the gas station. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like it was just so much, and at the same time, I was just thinking to myself, like, bro, this is the life that we deserve. This is, you know, what I'm saying, like, we work so hard, we've worked so hard, like both of us, you know, like in general, like in our like young adult lives but especially in the past three years as full-time entrepreneurs like we've been through a whole lot there's so much that our story entails that people don't know about you know what i'm saying we've family been through, don't know the closest yeah, people like, you know, the one thing about it is bro i'm not complaining mm -hmm. she's not gonna complain I, I try to make sure she don't complain as much i'm like babe let's stop it <laughs> it's like and it's just like it could be good and bad it could be detrimental because sometimes it's not complaining sometimes it's just being vulnerable sometimes it's venting and it could be it could be very detrimental and um mm -hmm. you know but like i said we, we taught i taught myself not to complain so it's times where you know people are asking me how's everything everything okay i'm like you know god is good university yeah. money i'm all right i know yeah. i'm a focused you know, vision, everything. you know what i'm saying like you know what i'm saying it's just like because uh, going through those things, you know, people, people that they, people that love you, they want the best for you. But it's just like some of the things that they say it doesn't help. You know what I mean? It doesn't make you feel better. It's not really encouraging. It makes you make you. It makes you more doubtful. And so people project their feelings onto you. And being an entrepreneur, being anybody, being a human being, that that's not the, that's not the best feeling. So oftentimes I just don't say nothing at all. Sorry, go ahead. 
No, you're fine. But all of that retweet, like, absolutely. So, you know, when we're there, I'm thinking to myself, man, this is what we deserve. This is what we're working towards. This is what we're working for. And then, you know, Javier had the great idea to invite, you know, some of the closest people to him and to us, you know what I'm saying, to, um, to, to spend a day with us before we left. So being able to share that experience with other people and seeing each person's, like, facial expression as they walked into the hotel or some people that came up to the room, you know what I'm saying? And and seeing how much they felt and loved to be there, but not just to be there, but also to be in our, pre like our presence and our energy, you know what I'm saying? Like, I was just like, bro, like, I, I felt like I got a look into our future and it kind of like, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, um, it re, um, reignited the flame in me you know what i'm saying to go harder to push harder to work harder smarter of course but like you know to do these things because you know success is not just about like you you know what i'm saying success is about the people that you're able to not only share it with but help them to find success as well and so you know that was just a peek into our future so to answer your question like when i walked in there i saw our future i felt our future you know, uh, when we went to go by the pool and we talked to people, I felt our future. Shout you know, out to Vinny. Shout out to Vinny. Um, when we went into the restaurants and how people received us because of how we felt inside and the energy that we were giving off, therefore the way that people were receiving us, I was just like, yo, like, this is who we were always meant to be. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, so I just felt like this is, this is a peak into our future. And peek into the future it was, man. Retweet mm -hmm. everything that you just said. You know, and one of the things that we were able to do, like you said, I was able to bring some of the closest people, you know, to me, especially the people that, you know, kinda not really knew exactly what we were going through. But it was something that they did during that time that really stood out to me, whether it was a kind word, yeah. whether it was just checking in on me, whether it was buying something, whether it was just supporting, whether it was just sending some love, you know what I'm saying, giving some advice, you know, some of those people you know, and um, upon doing so, some of those people were allowed to come upstairs because everybody could have come upstairs with us because, you know, it's just, you know, people were there earlier, protection energy, mm -hmm. all that different stuff. But for the people that were able to come up there, you know, Justin was able to come up and Ed was able to come up. My sister Chanel was able to come up. But, you know, while you were upstairs, I brought them upstairs. You was creating a piece. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so you was creating a piece. Like, again, she was designing it. She brought her sewing machine from Georgia you know her, to, I mean, to Florida. She be with me, bro. Right. So, we love you, too. Shout out to everybody yes, tuning you. in. Yes, we love thank you, too. you, everybody. You know what I'm saying? So, you was able to design a piece. And Justin was like, what the hell? Did she just make this? Like, so we had a photo shoot. Shout out to Justin. You had a photo shoot. Mm -hmm. And you designed the piece right before yeah. that. There were two pieces right before that. A beautiful um, hoodie dress. As well as what was the other a thing? Velvet a velvet, a velvet turtleneck dress. If you look at the flyer, she made that hour before her photo shoot. And so the ability to, with no pattern, no pattern, yeah. just the sewing machine, some fabric you bought the day before. So, night, sit down, buddy. I love you. We almost done. Sit down. We we get into the good part. Sit down, please. Baby, hey. sit down. Good boy. Good boy. I got you with a tree. All right. My protector. I love you. All right. But okay. Cool. But yeah. And so upon doing so. You, you kind of wild people because you sold it right in front of their face. Yeah. I, so I wanted to ask if you can sew something for people real fast. <laughs> you still, can you still do that maybe next time? Ah, it's too much, it's too much, it's too much, it's too much. I mean, you really want me to? I don't have a space though. They might not be able to see you. Yeah, I feel like it's going to be like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. All right, all right, next time, next time. Next time, next time. She can do it though. Next time, next time. But, okay. 
Can you do something else for me? What's up? Okay, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I do have to get one thing. She couldn't deliver on that? I bet. So for the people that don't know, you are a talented singer. Mm-hmm. Right? You have an amazing voice. You are an, you are a walking angel. You have the vocals of a goddess. Right? The very first time, you know, I knew, I knew who this young lady was. She followed me on Twitter. Right? She followed me on Twitter. What? And then... I Nobody said it. did that! You didn't you, follow me? I followed you first? Yeah, oh, she, yeah. How the hell did you know who you were? It's been seven years. You see how she... Yo, she's so ready to lie. No. It's called a long time in memories. I tell the story all the time. Now you want to... Because she's so quick to say no. She didn't listen to what I'm saying. So she followed me on Twitter. Twitter.com, shout out to Jack for making the app. But who slitting whom's DMs? Can I get there? I was, that's what I was saying before you cut oh, me off and told me you no. Got it, got it. Well, you remember that part though. So I slid her DMs with the eyes, blah, 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 blah. Good story. And then, you know, she told me one of the things that she does is she loves to sing. So I was like, oh, you love to sing? I love music. For anybody that knows me, I love music. You know, music is my soul. Like, if I could be surrounded by music all day, I would, you know. <laughs> Shout out to, you know, everybody that's tuning in because, you know, I'm going to be one of the biggest names in music and hip-hop and so is she. But that's just that's neither here nor there. But she told me that she loves to sing. And I was like, oh, bet. When are you going to sing for me? I got her number. Would you guys believe it wouldn't be till like three years later? Three years later till I could finally hear her sing? Three. I'm like, yo, I got. I'm like, you told me you could sing. You, you love to sing. I'm like, I bet. You said you're going to sing for me one day. It wasn't until three years later, and I wasn't even alone when she sung for me, y'all boys. <laughs> Justin, we we was we was in her apartment. We was in her apartment, um, in in um Boynton. Shout out to Ashley Lakes. Shout out to Ashley Lakes. <laughs> and you know, Justin was um he had a beat, and I was like, hey babe, you want to sing? Get on the get on the beat. So you know, we we recorded in the closet, and the first time I ever heard her sing was in the closet when she sung. Not for just me, for Justin. I was just like, this mother. Lover, the queen of my universe. <laughs> I was like, so you couldn't sing for me? So, you know, fast forward, you know, finally started hearing her singing. When I say she can sing, and it's just like, music has been a part of her life for a very long time, which is kind of funny. Like, she was in, well, she was in chorale, mm-hmm. using all that stuff. Yeah. Singing on the spot. Chorus every year. Chorus every so, year. Except for senior year in high school. But let me tell you what, you know, insecurities and doubt. And yourself and lack of belief and stuff and your God-given gifts can do for you, do to you. It can cripple you, man. But I, I keep telling like, yo, God gave you this gift. You got to sing. You got to sing. You don't understand like that singing is universal. Music is universal. It's the language from God himself. You know what I'm saying? Why do you think music has such influence? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The devil, you know what I'm saying, was the... He was a choir director. You see what, you know what I'm saying? That's why music has... Is, you can put you in a trance. The power yeah. is in music. So I, you know... Fast, you know, just long story short. Can you sing for the people just something short? <laughs> it could be anything. Just a little harmonized, you know what I'm saying? Because we've been talking for a long time. And we're going to kind of close that a little bit with a beautiful song. It could be anything. It could be anything, you know, that you uh, acapella, you know, cover. It could be one of your own songs. Shout out to you and my sister, Jet Lee, the awesome songwriter. Everything like that. It could be, you know, anything. Just a yeah, little okay. song. Um. <laughs> you see how I do that? <laughs> I always get what I want. I it's you. just be so difficult sometimes because it's like I be having so much stuff in my head. All right, what about okay. three-hour drive? Um. Okay. <clears throat> it's a live guy. <laughs> she ain't drink no tea or nothing. So don't. Yeah, facts. It's a little something, something for the people, man. Just to close out the show a little bit. Um. Hmm. 
Damn, see, I was about to like sing a whole different song. Uh, no issue. Sing, sing whatever comes from your from your heart, man. Um. Sorry, hold on. I'm trying to get the tune. You can sing whatever you want, babe. No, yeah. I know, but no, it's no, it's fine. But I'm just trying to get the Three tune. Three hour drive. No, I'll sing um. I'm going nowhere. I just want to sing something that's on my tune. I can't. I'm not the singer. I'm not the. I'm the writer. I'll try that. Like it's not really my tune, so it might sound a little crazy. Okay. She's so aggy, bro. Three hour drive. I'm heading nowhere. I've got the time. Now that you're not here, I've been traveling by, traveling by, looking for love. You got me looking for love. That's right here. I hear it. Take it. Take it. You totally threw me off. Hold on. Uh, looking for love, and I can't deny it's hard as a try. You give me life. Yeah, you give me life, and I can't deny it's hard as a try. You give me, see, sorry. You give me life. Yeah, you give me life. Woo! You give me life, baby. You I guess it's a sip of uh, what you call it too. Go ahead, go ahead. See, now she when she starts, she can't stop. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Give the people a little song. How um how are song how um which one? Oh, fall start again. Um, how fall start again? Man. Uh, damn, how crazy. Where's Chanel? Um, damn, how start again? I uh, hold on, I gotta get a tune. I fall in your love with him. I fall into your arms. One call, I'm yours. Yeah. I don't really want to waste no time now. I'll give it all to you. Didn't really wanna give my time out, but that all changed when I when I met you. So, don't so let go. I won't let go, no matter how. You, uh, damn! You <laughs> I've been saying a while. <laughs> I won't let go, no matter what they tell me about you. I won't let go, no matter what they tell me about you. I fall. Into your arms. No, I know I'm doing it again, but like one call and I'm yours. Yeah. Didn't really wanna waste no time now. I gave it all to you. Didn't really wanna give my time out, but that all changed when I, I met you. So. I won't let go, no matter yet. Yeah. So, by the way, by the way, by the way, my little sister, shout out to my little sister, Jet Lee. She actually wrote that song in about 10 minutes. Yeah. She wrote it in about 10 minutes. In the crib. In the crib. Back in back when we was in the crib, man, we was all in that one spot, man. She wrote it in about 10 minutes. It's low-key the theme song for, for uh, Free Fall, her company, Free Fall Co. 
Shout out to Free Fall Call. I always wear it right now. I'm wearing gold in the brand. But shout out to Free Fall Call, man. You know, her and that Free went fall. to the studio, recorded that song. It's amazing. You know, we we'll probably post it again later today. Yeah. Post it again later today. So shout Thank out to you guys for all the love shout that to, you're putting in the chat. Absolutely. Shout out to all the love. So I'll be telling them to keep singing, man. She got the voice, man. She got the voice. I can we, can we sing one? Go- Dang. What? What's your favorite gospel song? Um. Got to give God the glory one time before we end, right? Yeah. Um. Something about the marriages. Okay. What is it? Okay. I don't remember exactly how it go, but I can see the snippet. I go ahead, see the snippet. Um, something about the name Jesus. Woo! Oh, how I love the name Jesus. Woo! It is the sweetest name. Mm-hmm. I know. Because of church. Oh, how I love the name Jesus. That's how Kurt Franklin must feel in the studio. Oh, how I love the name Jesus. It is the sweetest name I know. I know. I know. I know. I don't remember how the tune goes. That's all. That's all we needed. (laughs) Dang. Ooh, you should feel the energy in this house right now. God is so good. God is so good. God is so good. There's something about the name Jesus. God had to just take him to church real quick, man. And baby, we talked about a lot. There's so much more that we need to talk about. I know. We gotta, we gotta, we gotta bring back the podcast, man. We gotta. Bring yes, back the we podcast. do. We I feel like the, the people podcast. need the podcast. Gotta bring because back the podcast. Us together. Yeah, you man. feel me? Yeah, that's something. That's something different. That's something special, man. Because I'm the funny one, as you can clearly see. Don't let him tell you any different. I be having him cracking up. For so. just just to be serious for a second, for everybody that really knows the two of us or watches either one of us, no, don't stop, be ba- baby, baby, stop, stop. No, but I just feel like why you? I'm shushing you with love. I'm shushing you with love. I'm very. I'm the funny one. We all know she might be the cute one, but but we all know who the <laughs> who the star is. Please, and this is why we're gonna have a TV show. So you guys just oh you know gosh. in the future just plan to tune in because of me. So. <laughs> anyway, man, for those that you know are just tuning in, you might have missed the previous. You know, stories and the conversations and the testimonies and all that good stuff from Natalia Lee Marie. And myself, we're going to be posting this right after this, man. So, you know, I just want to say, babe, thank you so much for being, you know, a part of my life, a part of my story. I'm so proud of you. I've got to watch you grow into such an amazing, beautiful woman over these last few years. Like I said, you inspire me. My first full-time job, my first apartment, my first car. I got all these things because I saw you with these things, right? And I'm, I'm older than you. I'm three years older than you in some months. But you were doing these things and because you had this, this, this resilience, this determination, this hustle that forced me to level, wanted me to level up and get myself together, right? And so that, I took that and here we are now, man. So I just want to say, as you continue to grow and blossom into the beautiful butterfly and golden star that you are, right? This phoenix that keeps coming out the ashes. I just want to say I love you. I can't wait to continue to spend the rest of my life with you. I can't wait to make our first 
million together, our first billion together. I can't wait to have our family, continue to grow our family, mm -hmm. the lead dynasty. I can't wait to continue to empower millions of people, inspire millions of people, Amen. you know, help people all over the world and just have fun and just buy nice things and give it all away too, you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Just have fun and laugh and laugh and laugh. Me making you laugh, of course. Mm -hmm. I can't wait to do those things for the rest of our lives, man. So I just want to get you on the show just to pay, you know, just my some respect, give you my give you some roses and tell you how much I love you. Tell the rest of the people how much I love you and just show the people our relationship and what we've been through. What you what I got to witness you. I get to I got to witness you. I was blessed with the privilege and honor to witness you do all these amazing things. And I will get to watch you do so many more amazing things. So thank you so much for being uh the tenth episode of season two of the Fly on the Wall show. Man. Thank you, baby. I just want to say, like, I'm super grateful to be here. Like I said, to see all that you've done. Like, we have watched each other grow up, literally. You've known me since I was um, 17 and a half. Whatever <laughs> you want to call it, man. You know what I'm saying? You know, and I'm 24 years old now. You know what I'm saying? So, it, you've seen me, like, literally grow from, like, a kid to a young woman. Like, literally. And you've been at my side every day. Since then, yeah, we only had out of the five, six, seven, how much years that we known each other, we only went one day, one day without speaking to each other because she was mad at me over some something. I don't know. She said I used to be flirtatious or some all stupid right. stuff. Well, that's for know. another episode. <laughs> we we'll do it next time. But all that I'm saying is that we've seen each other, like you know, um, grow, and I want you to know that you've been a vital part of the the woman I've become. Like literally, um, you know. Helping to dust me off when I was coming up out of ashes, you know what I'm saying? And being my confidant, my shoulder to cry on, being my best friend during all that time. The one person in my life that I could always count on, you know what I'm saying? And always be inspired by. The same way that you say you're inspired by me, the same way I'm inspired by you. Um, you know, so I'm just so grateful. I'm grateful that, you know, who we are now and who we will be in the next 25 years and the next 50 years and then when we're hungry and you know all the people that are going to be able to help the beautiful life that we get to live god willing and done, together i'm so jealous yeah i know you want to share yeah it's just amazing you know i kind of feel a little way you didn't ask me your last question i don't know if it was coming or not oh 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 i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry we was doing so many things one of the questions I like to ask all of my guests, that, that's how you know she watches all my episodes. But one of the questions I like to ask all of my guests, baby, is... What is their definition of success? What yes. does success mean to them? So what does success mean to you? Yes. I forgot, damn it. You did. It's okay, girl. So you got to rain in that day. You feel me? No, but um, success means to me freedom. It's funny. I had to like say this because... Every single time you ask someone, I think about it. And I think, okay, now, like, what does success mean to you? Like, I feel like it's always being redefined by me, for me. But right now, success for me means freedom. And that means, like, you know, freedom to live and enjoy life, you know. Freedom to have quality of life. Uh, freedom to just be who you are in your authentic self, your authentic essence. And not feel bad about it, you know. Um... To be able to love, laugh, you know, breathe clean air, like, you know, drink clean water. Like, freedom has a lot to do with the quality of life that you um, lead. So, to be successful to me means to have freedom and also be able to spread freedom. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, to be able to show someone, like, hey, like, this is how I got to freedom. Like, you know what I'm saying? This is how I became successful. This is how you could become successful, too. 
the you, um, you become it and you help other people to do that now you have a whole group of people that have become successful and are helping other people could become successful so that we can all actually um acquire true freedom so and that's the beautiful answer and that's the whole reason for this fly this show the fly on the wall i'm building a platform i get to build a platform where you know a lot of people don't know what success looks like a lot of people don't know what that really 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 truly means they think it's just financial you know f financial you only be successful financially but the whole reason for this show is to show people that they can create the user god given gifts to show people what the various forms of success looks like whether it's mentally physically emotionally spiritually mm -hmm. i'm showing people how to obtain success for themselves and to understand and to you know create their own definition of success for themselves and i'm doing this as well for my family i'm trying to build a legacy i am building a legacy mm -hmm. for my family the lead dynasty because my family was put here to change yeah. the world to be a blessing and to mm -hmm. heal the world my last name is lee which means healer so i'm on a mission to heal in the world baby heal it her last name about to be <laughs> lee too baby very very soon stick around for that man so <laughs> the whole purpose of this show is to heal myself heal my family and to heal the world and to inspire everybody to think and create and chase and create their own definition of success and pay it forward to show everybody around them what success means like and baby Yes. Thank you so much for joining me. Thank for you for having me on the fly, on the fly of the world. Show. Stay tuned. Show. Tomorrow we have another episode that I have to reschedule with my brother Wazi Shade at 7 30. Oh, yeah. Stay tuned for that. Late. Later this month we have Evan Carmichael. We have a lot of special guests coming up, man. We got some oh. legends coming up, man. We got some legends coming up, man. If you love what I'm doing, if you love what we're doing, click the link in my bio. Support. Cop something, support the metamorphosis of me. Cop this book, man. It will change his, your life. His I got some FFT wear. I got some amazing. FFT wear, food for thought wear. Check out my website, imjrlee.com. Yes. Shop Golden. Yeah. Shop Golden. You support her. You support Esther her. Esther Clay. Esther and Clay. You support her. You support me. Whenever you support one of my family members, you are supporting me. Free fall. Shout out to Tate P. We got his interview coming up this week too, man. February 5th. I'm, I'm tapping We're in excited. with my brother, one of my closest friends, Tate P, the legend, one of the best storytellers I know, one of the best musicians as I know. As you can see, I'm all about putting my friends and my family on. That's what I'm about. You can't do it alone, baby. You can't do it alone, baby. And oh, by the way, you know, I got to close it out with, oh, yeah. I got to close it out. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I've been mean, meaning to do this all show. Because if you want to be great, you got to learn from the greats. Analyze what they say and avoid your mistakes. If you got what it takes, just give me a call. I'm here. They hear it all. It's the fly on the wall. Food for thought, baby. If you want to be great, you got to learn from the greats. Analyze what they say and avoid your mistakes. If you got what it takes, just give me a call. I'm here. They hear it all. It's the fly on the wall. Top of Jelly. Just remember, baby. Food for thought until next time. Baby, it's the fly on the wall. Show. Just give me a call. I'm here.